you know, as much as we love Yeet, like Yeet sound might might sound, you know, old mm-hmm. or whatever in six months, twelve months, whatever. But this Pusha T album, I think, like in twelve years, it's probably still gonna sound just as good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your, you ordered Diet Coke. That's a joke, right? Host, Clay Bonin. I am joined by my, how does he does it, co-host, Fiki. You are now tuned in to, to the, the number, number one eat podcast, podcast in the world. You already know the vibes. That actually is kind of a relevant uh, soundbite today. Talking about the number one eat podcast. Um, oh, hold on. The wires were a little tangled up there. Um, this is episode sixty-nine. Nice. Let's go. Nice. nice. Right. Right. Everybody. Everybody's favorite number. Um, today we are going to be talking about the album of the year so far. Uh, we are halfway through May right now, um, almost halfway through the year, so I thought this would be an appropriate time to talk about some albums that came out since a bunch of bigger albums have come out in the past couple of weeks from more prominent artists. So uh, me and Fiki are going to go through some of these albums, going to have a discussion about them, how they sit against other albums, um, and after that, we can talk about maybe some more of the low key albums and maybe some of the projected albums to be released later this year. How does that sound to you, Fiki? Sounds fantastic. OK, OK. Now, I want to also make a disclaimer here. Uh, this is not like a complete list of all the albums that have come out this year. I chose the song, the albums that were like from artists that I think are you know, in our realm of podcast, you know what I mean? Like stuff that our audience is going to listen to. Um, so for for anybody, for Neil, even who's going to be like, why isn't the Saba album on here? It's just like, I don't really think a lot of our audience listens to Saba. Like, I know it's a highly critically acclaimed album, but like, I'm just not, uh, it just wouldn't make sense here. I have eight albums here, Fiki. I'm going to go I'm just going to go ahead and list them all off and name them all. You tell me which one you want to talk about first. Okay. Okay. I have Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I have Future, I Never Liked You. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Lil Durk. 7220. Also, I just realized my Google Docs uh, <laughs> auto-corrected Dirk to drunk. A little <laughs> drunk. Um, Pusha T, It's Almost Dry, Gunna, DS Forever, Yeet, Too Alive, and Kanye West, Donda 2. Okay. Out of all of these, Fiki, first of all, what is your personal favorite my out of all of these favorite? albums here? That's a tough one. Um, Honestly... The future. The future future album. The future album. The future and Yeet Yeet album are like are are pretty close. I was not expecting you to say the future album. Interesting. What what was it though about Um, the future album? Because I also I mean, you know me, I'm just a future stan. I'm gonna always defend my toxic king. (laughs) But like, what about the future album I never liked you? What what made it your favorite out of all of these? It wasn't that it was like 
refreshing. I feel like it was just like refreshing for like what I'd been listening to. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like brought everything to like a newer, newer spot. So like for me personally, yeah, I feel like that is my my favorite. Like you'd been listening to so much of this like one kind of music to hear Future come back and do his like future bag. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it felt refreshing to you in yeah. that sense. Yep. 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 That's pretty much how I felt about the album too. When I was listening to it, I, I was like, this isn't anything like pioneering future. Isn't like reinventing the wheel or anything, but as a future fan to hear him just come back and just like, you know, do what he does best. It's just a solid album. You know what I mean? Not a whole lot of frills around it. Not a whole lot of just like random things to to kind of pump it out into the mainstream. Um, I just thought it was just like a really good future album. So I'm happy. I'm happy that that, that we're we're on the same page on that. Because, you know. This podcast was already turned. But here's a bell. (laughs) We also have to talk about Yeet to alive as we are the number one yeet podcast in the world to be honest out of all of these albums that i have um listed here this one has by far got the most replay value out of out of any of these yeah two alive two alive i think i have played the most now of course like the future kendrick and jack harlow album have not had a lot of time to like get a lot of rotations in my in my music but like I will I will probably listen to Two Alive like at some point today. You know yeah, what I mean? Yep, like yep. it is still on rotation for me. Narcotics gets a play a day minimum. <laughs> minimum. Specifically narcotics. Specifically narcotics. Narcotics. <laughs> um, what like about this though? I mean, you know, we're two Yeet fans, and I think most of the people who are listening to this podcast probably like Yeet, but what about Two Alive? made it such a good yeet project you know i think that it was like it was his earlier music and like kind of what he was trying to pursue plus what he ended up getting a lot of success on Mm -hmm. collabed Mm -hmm. and kind of just like shown improve he just improved he he stepped up yeah yeah he really sharpened his knives Mm -hmm. for for this one um yeah i i think probably out of all of these that's my favorite at this moment that that opinion could change over time but at the moment yeet to alive is still getting the most plays out of all of these for me um another album that i would like to talk about on this list too uh before we talk about the more recent ones is the push a t album it's almost dry man fucking what is he he says in the one song he's like y'all looking at top five i'm looking at top me i'm like like that's exactly how i feel about the push T album every time i listen to it i'm just like like okay i know that he's been doing the cocaine rap thing for like 20 years now or whatever but he is so good at it that i don't want to hear anything else from him you know what i mean like and it's almost dry just proved that again the production choices the songs the the crazy claims about he's cocaine's this or like the 10 crack commandments and I'm Moses or whatever the fuck. I'm just like, dude, he's still doing it. You all listen to this out. Al- it was you and John were on your way back from Atlanta when this album came out. Yeah. 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 So you all listen to it all in the, car. the way yep, all the way through the last song we listened to 
like while we were in some cool the I pray for my yeah like it has R&B. labyrinth like the people who did the Euphoria mm-hmm. soundtrack on it um just like through some cool landscape and it was really uh very surreal yeah it was really sick it's one of those moments where like you happen to be listening to an album in the right location mm-hmm. at the right time and it like enhances the experience yep. through like rainbow peak <laughs> mount mountain mount rarity. Mount Rarity. Mount Rarity. Mount Rarity. Was that really the name of where you were yeah. at? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Is that in Georgia? No, y'all it's a. Uh, y'all were in Tennessee? I don't know. Along the way. <laughs> it was along the way. Where? Tennessee, yeah. Oh, okay. John, John said they were in Chernobyl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I really like the Pusha T album. And one of the questions that I want to like think about as we're talking about some of these albums is like, uh, what album do you think is going to still be getting played in six months and i think the Pusha t album is probably still going to be getting airtime in like six months i can't i can't say that for every other album on this list but that album felt like a that felt like a like a timeless album almost like i totally agree like that is gonna last i think even longer than just the six months yeah because because like you know as much as we love yeet like yeet sound might might sound you know old mm-hmm. or whatever in six months 12 months whatever but this push a t album i think like in 12 years it's probably still gonna sound just as good as it does in april and may of the year that it was released you know i 100 percent agree okay let's talk about the two big ones on this list that both came out in the preceding weeks of this podcast Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, and Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and The Big Steppers. Let's talk about Jack Harlow first. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of hate on the internet yeah, for this album. Yeah. A lot of hate for Jack Harlow in general right now. I think that's a... They're jealous. I think it's a it's a, it's a a culmination of like a lot of reasons as to why Jack Harlow's getting hated on and why this album keeps getting called mid and this and that and like... I, I, you know, I'm always be honest, you know, I don't really think this is the best Jack Harlow project. I don't really think it was my personal favorite, but also I think a lot of the music on this album is not for me in the sense of like, like side piece and mm-hmm. my little secret. Those are songs for women. And that's cool. Jack has like the demographic of 16 to 22 year old women by the fucking chokehold right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's what a lot of people are failing to realize when I'm looking at like the discourse of this album and how people are talking about it. It's like, yo, he's not fucking making songs for like, uh, for people who are listening to like autumn and summers and like people who are, you know, even more on the more traditional side of hip hop, like, I think he's making a song for a certain demographic that like quite frankly doesn't like to share their opinions about music in a nerdy way like like a lot of the people in our community do, you know? Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought about it quite like that, but yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Like people immediately were just like this is mid, this is da 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 da. I'm like, dude, like I don't I don't I don't know if like I don't know if this is for you. And you know I think, I, mean? I think like also people aren't the audience and part of it is people don't understand, not understand, but people aren't paying attention to like the progress that mm-hmm. he's had to. I feel like that's a big, big, um, part of 
the the quality of the album mm-hmm. um is that like he's stepped up every time and you can like tell that he like picked up a book because he's yeah evo- like he's you know he's maturing that's a that's a, a really good point like we're not going to get that jack harlow of yesteryear because like you know he was hungry he was hungry he was hungry and now he is like he got super crazy famous off of what's popping and then even took another step and i feel like a lot of this album is him like reconciling with like you know i'm at a I'm at a level in life where not a lot of people get to. And I'm just some 23 year old, 24 year old from Kentucky. Like, how do I navigate all this? And like, and you know what? When songs have that subject matter, a lot of times they're not bangers. And like he even even said in an interview that like he wasn't trying to like push the like the envelope of of hip hop yet. Like that's not what he's like trying to achieve. He was just trying to like, I guess, progress his Mm songwriting in his career i think also to just being like a white guy who is surrounded by black people all the time like that's just a huge way for people like that's like a huge entryway for people to hate on him is just like him every every like major white figure in hip-hop goes through this eminem fucking paul wall adam 22 for that matter like they all you know have to experience this moment of pushback from uh like the hip-hop community and i think i think jack's gonna make it through because he is in the business of like making music that lasts not Mm -hmm. just music for the moment you know what i mean yeah i think he's he's definitely in it for like like himself like Mm -hmm. like his own personal like he loves it yeah i don't i don't think none of at this point in his career none of that shit bothers him yeah uh, would be my guess i i don't think he's really too pressed about people like the video of like the two black dudes carrying him over the mud at churchill downs which i have not seen have you not seen that dude he didn't like i guess he didn't want to get his shoes dirty in the mud and these two happened to be african-american <laughs> gentlemen put all like hoist him up on their shoulders and walk him across the mud and i'm not gonna lie out of context probably <laughs> looks pretty bad he's in a white suit <laughs> like it looks so it probably funny. looks bad but um it's just like I, I don't think any of that shit like really bothers him because he knows that he's coming from a genuine mm-hmm. authentic place but like in this in this microwave culture that we're in right now and like where it's like fun for everybody to gang up and hate on somebody like i think jack harlow is just an easy target for for that kind of hate you should watch the video after this i'm I'm definitely gonna check it out that's so funny (laughs) it does look like i kept seeing tiktoks of like that video playing and and like then the the dog with the side eye that's like oh yeah (laughs) this shit's funny as fuck okay let's talk about the other big album that came out 72 hours ago kendrick lamar mr morale and the big steppers this album has has been people have been more divided on this album than i expected them interesting i haven't really paid attention to i just know like my my few friends who who've listened to the album i just know that Mm -hmm. their opinions i haven't really checked out the like twitter's well, what do you what do you think before we talk about before I, I, I want to bring up a couple of points about how people are talking about this album. But what do you think personally about this album? So I listened to it 
two times now all the way through i'd rate it like a 7.5 to like an 8.5 somewhere in there i'm gonna give like be because i've only listened to it two times so it's yeah. got some some wiggle room um now with that being said do you think some of his other albums score higher than that yes. on your scale okay yes okay. yes gotcha. yes um i think out of the most recent albums this is probably the most like I'm gonna say timeless. I feel like it's gonna age. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna stay. Because right, it's Kendrick Lamar, so it's gonna. Mm -hmm. It's gonna stay relevant for a long time. Like everything he puts out, it, he. I feel like he puts out with purpose for sure. Um. So and this album just feels like there's a lot of like pur purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I feel like I feel like it's gonna age better than most of. I'm, maybe Donda too. My. I, I, I don't know. Donda <laughs> 2 is, is kind of shaky. Yeah. I just think in like the sense of how it's been released and everything yeah. too. Um, but what, okay. But what are your, like your, your circle of friends who have also listened to this album? What's um, the general consensus? They love it. They um, love it. Big, okay. big, big Kendrick stands. I'm seeing a lot on the internet. Fucking maybe I shouldn't pay attention to it, but I have been paying attention to it. Uh, well, okay. First of all, let me just get this point out of the way. I almost want to withhold my comments from this album because I've seen how people are talking about this album on the internet and they're just going to look at me and be like, fuck you, you're white, this album isn't for you. And like, sure, that's valid. I, I wouldn't argue with that, but like, I am going to say my comments yeah, on the album. No, I don't give a fuck yeah. anyway. Um, a lot of people on the internet have mixed reviews on this and I think again it's a combination of many things for me personally like one of my friends who i really like trust their opinion with music they were like i'm surprised you're fucking with this album i'm like <laughs> i'm like i'm like what do you mean i'm like it's fucking Kendrick Lamar. like what do you mean he was like well i think musically it's really good but lyrically it's kind of falls short and, and i'm like okay yeah i don't think it's quite as sophisticated as maybe some of the other Kendrick albums like to pimp a butterfly or damn obviously like but this album is so much about like introspection and self-reflection yeah. that I think it's okay to be a little bit more elementary lyrically because he's working through some issues on the paper you know what I mean as he's rapping he's literally learning about himself um and I think another big thing is the song uh auntie diaries mm -hmm. where he's talking about his aunt who transitioned um and he uses like the f word mm -hmm. the, the f slur for for gay people if you don't know what that slur is go look it up I'm not gonna say it <laughs> um and I think a lot of people, a lot of queer people especially, have really been against that in a sense of like, you could have this discourse uh, about like, you know, trans people or queer people, but you don't have to use these words. You don't have to, you know, claim ignorance and this and that. And, I, you know, what I say on it probably doesn't matter since I'm a straight person, but... I think it is it is a way to like open up discussion about uh, trans people or queer people like in a larger audience that maybe wouldn't normally talk about that stuff. So I think it's an overall positive thing. But, you know, so from from your understanding of the song, like it's kind of my, my understanding is like, don't say that slur. 
Yeah. Because, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Make it, yes. But Kendrick used to say it as yeah. he's like saying in the song, like, you know, because we, we didn't know what mm-hmm. it meant and this and that. Um, so I think there's just like, I, I think this this album, as with most great art, because I still think this album is great. I still think Kendrick Lamar is like a true artist, very purposeful, yeah. like you said. Um, I think as with most good art, it's obviously never black and white. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick is is weaving on a bunch of complex issues. He hasn't talked to us directly in like five years mm-hmm. until now, you know? So I, I think this album, as it should be, is like, like it's not like everybody's like, this is amazing. Like there's a lot of people who say it's amazing, but there's a lot of people who are questioning it and i think that's good like i think i think good art needs to have a back and forth like that i think i think the album as a whole is like really progressive i I guess very very i'm I'm glad that kendrick opened up that like part of his mind to everybody after you know i'm glad that he's 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 able he's sharing his what feels like his personal thoughts and i'm sure they are it's his music it's his art but yeah i'm glad he's sharing that he's definitely he's it's crazy because he's discussing very personal issues but he's also discussing very widespread issues from his own personal standpoint universal truths i guess is like a universal universals the first song uh unified in grief right Mm -hmm. he's like we all grieve different you're i I grieve different you know like and i think that was like a perfect way to open the album too you know um so yeah i think overall it's a great album uh but you know it's just with most great art a lot of people it's polarizing it's polarizing in a way you know what if yeet brought up his trans uncle or aunt on an album i will say narcotics the, <laughs> the yeet song narcotics young ko has a we need if a you progressive have bar, made very it, progressive if bar. you have made it this far in the podcast stop it right now pause the podcast go listen to narcotics by yeet featuring young ko we need to know does he say i run through bitches that's trans i'm into that because uh, you look no problem with that. If you like trans women, man, that's I hope great. He says it. But that's just like kind of crazy. You would just go for it in the middle of the song. So I just need to let I just need y'all to let me know if that's what he's saying in the song or not. There's zero internet clarification on this as well. Like there's <laughs> not like like the lyric genius and the the Google lyrics, they've changed like twice. Like it was uh it was uh Estonian Estonians, I think, and then it was um and now it's trends. trends. But we, it I think we all like know that. what what he really said, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm really happy that he was able to do that on a song. <laughs> I'm glad that that was his outlet. Um, okay, before we talk about some albums that are rumored to come out this year, um, are there any low key or underground albums that I didn't put in this top eight that you want to talk about? I think the action. I haven't heard a lot of word on the Action Bronson album, and it was like amazing. The samples like had me in another world. Like it yes. was crazy. It yes. was it was like the lyric. It was great all around. I loved it. You know, I'm a huge Action Bronson fan. Have been for a couple of years now, and I agree with you. The album is just fucking solid. Like. I don't I think Action Bronson is at a space in his career where like he's got his circle mm-hmm. of fans that he's got this grouping of fans and he doesn't really care if 
any more people join the circle or not because he knows what this circle of people likes and he's just going to feed us every time. And I think he's also in a part of his career. He's like, he's like how old, like in his 30, mid thirties, probably. Yeah. Probably mid, mid thirties. I'd say, you know, he's like, he's like focusing on getting healthy and being like a, so I think, I think his, his life is a little more revolved around like his, his personal life. Definitely. Um, And and just being like, you know, happy with where he is. And he's 38. Yeah. He's 38. Um, and just being it, you know, I think, I think he still has like something that he's going to, that's going to go insane. Like he's going to do something. I think it just is, it's, it's a little bit away. Like it's got a little Yeah. I mean, and he's proved himself as somebody who is willing to change and evolve, maybe not musically, but just like him as a person. Mm -hmm. So like if 10 years from now, Action Bronson like made a crazy hit, I don't think we'd be that surprised because he's Action Bronson. I think, I think Action Bronson is going to be an artist that that is around like making music for my kids like for my kids not just music i'm showing them but for yeah. my kids yeah i think Man, that that's I gonna fucking be... hope so oh yeah i, I ordered the dunk <laughs> with the great poupon in the <laughs> okay let's talk about some albums that are rumored to be released this year just just quick hitters quick thoughts about these because a lot of these are alleged a lot of these are rumored i don't even know if these will come out uh, just, you know, this is just what the internet's talking about. I have five albums. Let's hear it. Playboy Cardi. Okay. Music. The name of the album is is called oh, Music. Called he music. said okay. that that's the name of the album. Yikes. <laughs> I have ASAP Rocky, All Smiles, Lil Uzi Vert, The Pink Tape, Trippy Red, A Love Letter to You 5, and the, and the highly anticipated... Travis Scott Utopia. Now, now I have <laughs> oh. what which of these albums do you think is coming out by the end of this year? And which of these albums is not coming out by the end of the year? I I have I an think, answer, but I want to know what you say. I think honestly, the most reliable on this list is Trippy Red. Like, I think he's the only <laughs> person who will actually drop music. Like you, like we know he's dropping that this year, dude. We are um, fucking, we are, we are locked in because that's exact. That was exactly my reasoning. I'm like, I can't trust anybody else on this list. But Trippy Red will probably put out a love letter oh, yeah. to you five. He he will probably do um, that. Shout out to Trippy, like. Playboy Cardi in the XXL magazine interview where he says that the album is called music <laughs> said that it's coming out this year. But like, I don't fucking trust that yeah, guy. No, that's I love him. I don't fucking trust him, though. I don't I don't trust him. ASAP Rocky, All Smiles. He just released the first single for it. I'd say it's probably going to come out, but he's in the middle of like some legal troubles. He's about to have a kid like, I don't know. So I think, OK, so. Thinking about Rocky now, uh, without without the jail part, mm-hmm. if that if that was not a part of the equation, one hundred percent dropping an album. He yeah. needs he needs money for this baby with with Rihanna. Like, are you kidding <laughs> me? He needs he needs a pony in next year. Like, dude, he's got to save up. So, and now but I don't know. Maybe what about Lil Uzi the Pink Tape? He just put something on Instagram like like yesterday or two days ago. Like, I'm in classic mode. Da, 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 th- saying something like that. I think Yeats inspired a lot of the artists by like with his his quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, so hope. I mean, I hope that that inspired Uzi to drop this year. I, I think I feel like he's been. I don't know. The Yeet influence a, is crazy. I felt a different like aura from his social media as of as of recent. I think 
the pink tape will come out. I just wouldn't put money on it that it's going to come out by the end of this year. We got six months. That's a long time. Yeah, we do have six months. You know, and then Travis Scott Utopia, I believe, was going to be like the Astro World Fest was like the starting point of the rollout for that. Obviously, it went a little a little differently than he had planned. So it, at this point, it's like. I don't even know if he should drop it. I don't know if he is. There were like those billboards for Coachella that said mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're looking for Utopia, turn around, da da da. Like, like I, I think he will probably end up dropping Utopia, but like, should he at this point though? I think, uh, I think, I think he's gonna wait till after the presidential election for real. I feel like that just, I don't, I don't know why, but like, I feel like. That'll that'll just like clear him of a little bit of uh like attention. So? Yeah. Like so but okay, but the next presidential election is not until twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's gonna be like a reset for him. Wow. Yeah, I think he's got because he he's got some time. He's he's still hot right now. You know? He might drop like some singles or some clothes and stuff in the yeah, meantime, yeah. but like he's gotta wait until we're all distracted by when when Joe Biden goes against fucking Joe Rogan or whoever <laughs> for the for the presidential election. Um yo, by the way, if Joe Rogan runs for president, I'm running this clip back. I'm I'm gonna tell everybody I predicted the shit. That'd be crazy. I'm just, just trying to think of a random like who would like Trump fans really be like fuck yeah here we go, maybe. Unfortunately, Kate- I'm not in the community, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're not. A, you're not a. This <laughs> unfortunately not a Trumper. Um, this was me like testing you <laughs> to see if you were a Trumper on camera or on not. Cam- I was like, is he gonna do it? Does is he, he gonna? Up? Does he know? Does he know? Does he know? <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's not that's not a bad idea though. Travis Scott waits until political turmoil happens. Yeah, and he's like. Hey, I, here's my album. I think that's like a secret that a lot of people use is like the wait till wait. a big political thing and then they go on with their life. Damn. Okay. It makes sense though. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Smart. I hope, I hope Utopia comes out. Like I still, I still have hopes for that. Obviously he's like the king of album rollout and aesthetic and whatnot. So like, I, I have no doubt that it's going to be of quality. I just, you know. Is it is and when is it going to come out? Uh, it's two different stories. I don't think Playboy Cardi is ever dropping music. I, I don't think he likes that name. Okay, by the time <laughs> that he drops it, it's going to have a different name. It's going to be different songs. He's going to move be, have moved on from this aesthetic. Like he's going to be, uh, you know, what's do you know what the aesthetic for music is? Is it the is it the psycho one? He looked, I mean, in the interview for XXL, he had like this crazy, like blue jumpsuit and like some of the face paint, not like the full killer clown okay. thing, but just like some eye face paint and whatnot. I, I have I, I, like I know Playboy Cardi is not done dropping like in general mm-hmm. music. I just, you know, look, man, I waited. I waited like over two years for a whole lot of red. This man Tanner, who's not here. <laughs> When I went to the Purple House for the for the show that one time, it was October of 2019, and his outfit was him dressed up as a clown in a shirt that still said "Still Waiting for a Whole Lot of Red," and we had to wait until Christmas of 2020 for it. I don't trust that man. I don't know when he's going to drop the album. He's going to drop it at some point, but I don't. I, just, I don't know when. I don't know when. Cardi, if you're watching this, master manipulator, hit me in the DMs. If you think 
Cardi is going to drop at the end of 2022. Let us know in our DMs on Twitter or Instagram at Soul Serum. Do you like that transition right there? That was pretty that good. That's pretty good. That's right? pretty good. Subscribe to us on YouTube, the main page, the TV page. PTSD by Lil Keel is out on the Soul Serum channel right now. Go run that up. Follow us on TikTok. We got like three TikTok accounts now. Just go, just go type Soul Serum in. We got a couple of videos that are at the top of a couple of hashtags. You know, it's just some, it's just some light. It's just some light. Uh, we stream your music every Thursday on Twitch at six thirty. Come fuck with us in the Discord. Come fuck with us on Twitch. Um, and here's here's to a bunch of albums coming out in the rest of 2022. As always, thank you for watching, and I am your host, Clay Bonin. I'm Fiki. And we will see you all next week. Deuces.